and welcome back to another edition of the Straight Up Sports Talk Podcast, episode three from Muncie, Indiana. Joined by Sam Thillman as usual, but today we are joined by a special guest, Dimitri Napoleon. He's our MLB expert. That's what I'm calling you. Because, yes, de facto expert. Be- because I haven't really followed the MLB last season, so that that's what you're here to do is okay. to is to make sure that all of our stories are straight. Does yeah, that sound yeah. good? That sounds fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my job. You know, I mean, you don't have to be right if you're just. I mean, if, I, if I could, lies, I'm not. If I know. sound if I sound good, if I sound like I know what I'm talking about, that's all you need. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I mean, fake it till you make it, right? Exactly. That's, that those are the uh, Baseball, words that I live by. Sports. But uh, what we had you on here today for specifically was to talk about the recent, I don't know, recent, what do you call it? Everything. Controversy, yes. Controversy, the, uh, everything sta- that's gone down Scandal, you know. Yeah. Um, what is your take on this whole thing? Obviously, the Astros with the cheating scandal and reading signals and, and sign stealing and all this stuff. What is your take on this whole thing? Well, obviously, it's not a situation that the MLB wants. And it's obviously, it's kind of grown like wildfire. You know, initially it was just the Astros. Um, but we saw the tip of the iceberg, you know, in 2017 when certain players are like, yeah, there's something going on when we play Houston. Um, I don't understand how, like pitchers are like, I don't understand how they, they, they predict my breaking pitches that well, that accurately, that quickly. Um but no one thought anything about it. They were just like, wow, that's kind of weird. Um, and then, you know, we get to 2020, and everything just all at once, like the floodgates open, and then constant issues. Not, and now, now we're seeing it, it, it spread past the Houston Astros. It impacted the Boston Red Sox. It impacted um, the, even the Mets, who, you know, didn't have any affiliation with the scandal directly. But the hiring of Carlos Beltran, who was involved with some with some sketchy activities, I'll say that, um, it caused them to have to look for a new manager already. And and there, there's a huge repercussions. I know today was like the big press release. Um, Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros, basically said it wasn't his fault. Is long story short, um, and. As owner of a baseball team, I feel like you should, you are held accountable for the actions of your, of the team that you own. But um, I think that was common. That's a common sense kind of theory there. Um, and also, uh, it seemed like the players, from what I've heard, it's very, it's very biased depending on how you want to spin it. Obviously, Houston fans are like, oh wow, they apologize, and people are still complaining. Oh, uh, well, first of all, you turn baseball completely on its head. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to be mad about you guys. Um, we're going to be very upset no matter what you say. And to make things worse, um, none of, especially Alex Bregman didn't seem like his uh, didn't seem like his comments were sincere. Seemed like he just it seemed like there was just casual. Like you, you guys realize that. He, you this is this is one of the biggest scandals in baseball since like the PEDs and the stor- steroid era, and this is the way you're reacting to it. Just didn't seem like there was any semblance of remorse. Yeah, um, and the owner Jim Crane, you know, you you hinted to it there. Spoke this morning in like 55 seconds apart. He said, 
well, it, it it didn't impact the game. And then he says like 55 seconds later, well, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. So it was a whole thing this morning blowing up around the national media. I was going to ask you guys both this. Should the players are facing basically no repercussions for this. Should the players face some sort of, you know, repercussions and further actions? I mean, they knew what was going on, right? Yeah, obviously they should face repercussions. But like in any sport, if you cheat, you get punished. That includes Tom Bray with the Flagate. That includes, that should include the Astros with their players signed ceiling. That should include NBA, PEDs and whatnot. So if you cheat, you get punished, and that's that's the Astros definitely deserve to be punished. Look, look, these guys are grown men. These are grown men who are capable of making their own independent mm-hmm. decisions. They chose to cheat. No one forced them to cheat. No one said, oh, if you don't participate in this, we're cutting you. So they made the voluntary, they made the conscious decision to cheat. It's simple. It's it, And when you make decisions... You face consequences. That is how the adult world works. Mm-hmm. If you choose, if you're in a business and you decide to steal money from the corporation that you're working from, you're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. You're going to face consequences for doing something that is wrong. It's simple. There's no analyzing this. Yeah. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. They need to be punished. And that's... Yeah. that's and yeah. You know, you're exactly right. And I, I want to go to this analogy. If I was to go across the wall into there to our... Uh, radio studio and the general manager Chris told me to go on and say all the cuss words that I knew and I went on and did it I would still face repercussions from the FCC because I violated an FCC law and Chris would face repercussions as well and you know I can't compare you know this to that it's like apples to oranges but you know in a similar situation Mm -hmm. you know I would still face those repercussions for that so I think you know they should have some sort of consequence with this. I, I don't think they should get away scratch-free. It's not like they didn't know what was going on. It's not like they're eight years old, right, and and they don't know what's going on. They're just told what to do. Um, so, yeah, I think that's interesting, and I think it'll be interesting the way the MLB handles this. Um, the Astros play the Yankees. They don't play until September this year, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm hearing it's going to be trash can night. I, th- I think they're <laughs> handing out trash cans to all of the, uh, all of the uh, fans who come in. Which would be hilarious. Because I mean, now the Astros, right, they have to go around the whole season with this lingering over their heads. And, I mean, no no ballpark is going to, to welcome them in with open arms. Yeah. I will say, though, the, the big difference is when, you ha- when, <laughs> when you're an ML Major League Baseball player, you're treated differently than, let's say, a common office worker. Um, obviously. Isn't that like with any professional? Yes. Athlete? And that's the thing. You can get away with it because you have the fancy lawyers, you have the you have a legal team, so you can get away with things that most of us, me included, uh, Sam included, Grant included, that we would never be able to get get away with. It's simple as that, and it's just like it's it's completely ridiculous. Um, don't like the I I'm not a big fan of the special treatment that athletes get. I get that's the society we live in. I'm just that's just it's not gonna it never is gonna sit well for me because it feels like you can get away with things that no it's obvious that you can get away with things that you know the most of the working world can't you know but I I saw something today I thought it was interesting but aren't these scandals good for baseball because when you look at the viewership MLB is 
down versus the NFL, the <laughs> NBA. So these scandals attract viewership from outside the baseball fans. So when you look at like the PEDs, the, everybody was interested. Now the sign stealing. Now all this stuff. Isn't it good for baseball in a way? Because I know no. it's, it's bad. And, but don't you attract more fans ultimately? Because they're interested in scandals and that's what brings me. I mean, listen, there's better means of getting garnering more attention. Why on earth, and I saw this video the other day, why on earth is, like, let's say Mike Trout, who is without a doubt probably the best player in Major League Baseball mm-hmm. right now, he could be having a monster game yep. and you don't see any highlights. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you got Steph Curry, you know, doing a crossover and it's mm-hmm. on every outlet you can possibly mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah. Um, Baseball is struggling to reach its fans. Mm-hmm. It's tr- it's str- it's struggling to get young people into the sport. Um, and there's ways you can do that without having controversy, more sustained. Because after the scandal is gone, mm-hmm. people are going to stop watching yes. and stop caring. Yes. So the, uh, Rob Manfred has to figure out non-gimmicky <laughs> stuff that we will be talking about on my show on Sunday that is going to sustain sustain viewership yeah i i agree with you but it's just doesn't it i know like you did mention like cheating is a good and you should find non-gimmicky ways but when you look at it for the short time mm-hmm. getting all this viewership on, no doubt on twitter it exploded oh without a doubt that that's going to get more interest than normal yes so i i understand what you're saying but isn't this good in the short term because I mean, what what else is attracting non MLB fans to baseball than than scandals? Really, mm-hmm. that that that's uh, yeah. yeah. I can I can agree on the short term, mm-hmm. on a long on long term scale, it's not gonna it's gonna drop again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, you know, I agree with you. It, it's gonna eventually fall out, but it's good. It's not good press, but it's it's it's, atten- press. it's attention yeah. when baseball is. You know, we're starting to get into the season, right? Spring training's yeah. about to start and stuff, so it. It's you know bringing the spotlight to that. What are your take on the new rules that they announced uh, this week? The main one, and I think that's the one that's that's catching a lot of attention, is pitchers must pitch three batters worst, before they're allowed to. Worst take thing out. ever. Worst worst idea I've ever heard in a long time. It's it's stupid. It's is there's no sense to it. It's illogical. It ruin it degrades the integrity of the game. It's a complete joke. How? Well, the whole purpose of setup guys and relievers Mm -hmm. is situational pitching. Mm -hmm. You're taking a huge strategic element of baseball. The reason why managers in the big league level get paid is to make those kind of strategic decisions. Mm -hmm. And by making them go three batters minimum, that takes uh, high leverage situations out of the game. And that's literally taking... A huge section and one of the hardest things to make a decision as a manager in a game of baseball, and you're taking that out. What's gonna be what's gonna be left? Are we gonna like soft toss to the pitcher to the batters now? Is that what's gonna happen? <laughs> it, it's complete. There's no sense in some of these ideas, and it's just. Uh, or in, in, don't even get me started on this new playoff format where the certain top teams can pick who they want to play. <laughs> are you kidding me? That's just a first – you might as well write that up as a first-round exit already for some of those teams. But wouldn't it be funny if they chose someone and then they lost to them? Yeah, it would be. It would be a meme. (laughs) The only – I will say 
as much of a disaster as this is, mm-hmm. I will say that there was one idea I did like, and it was getting rid of the one game wild card game and replacing it with two or three games, like having a two three game. I think a three game series uh, instead as a replacement. Love that because the wild card game. Just think how stupid that is. You're playing 162 games a season, yeah. and your entire season is determined by one game. Mm-hmm. You play 162 games, yep. and it's determined by one game. Yeah, I, I, I like that change. You know, possibly going to a three-game series. I do like that. Uh, another minor change was that now uh, managers have 20 seconds to decide if they want to challenge instead of 30. They're just trying to speed the game up. But for as a, as a viewer, Dimitri, as, as a viewer and a consumer mm-hmm. of baseball, the the pitcher rule I, I i don't i don't know if i if i like it or dislike it yet i mean for one instance yes it's going to take um you know you can't change um mid batter you can't mm-hmm. change you know in within three batters so it's going to speed up the process which i like but also if a a, a pitcher is pitching and rattles off two home runs mm-hmm. he's got to pitch that third batter no matter what so i think for, from the strategy aspect, it hurts the game. Oh, yeah. From the viewership aspect, I think it, it it boosts the game. It makes it a little better. You know, the the MLB is always has always been trying to figure out how to make this game faster. And that you know they started what three five years ago, something like that. They started they, with, pitch with the pitch count. Yeah. Uh, with the pitch, uh, not the count. The, the, but time. the pitch, uh, time. You have the time. Yeah, the I time. agree with that. That that I can agree with, because. You, you as a even though I I don't know if I would qualify myself as this at this level, but you know I I I am a pitcher, and for club baseball, and I will say that you do not maybe I it's probably different at the major league level because there's obviously a lot more head thing in there, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be taking a minute just standing around on the mound, deciphering a pitch. Yeah. Um. So I mean I agree with that. Um. And I think that I it, it has to. I think the way you get viewers is to change your social media approach, if that makes sense. Um, and also, like fans, even loyal fans are getting tired of the way the current system is working, with um, uh, you know, with the big differences in salary and all that stuff. And also, I will say, the MLB has gotten humongous. Flag. And you guys should definitely research this out of, out of class, out of the show. Class, yes, class. we're in yes, class we're right in. now. We're in session. I am the professor <laughs> um, of baseball, apparently. Um, how bad the minor minor league system is in baseball right now? These guys are getting paid dirt to play baseball, um, and and they're cons- consolidating. They're getting rid of teams. They're there's gonna be a lot of players that are out of a contract all of a sudden. Um, they did the math and like based on contracts and depending on how you play, there's certain players out in the minor league system that are literally making two seventy five an hour. Um, and that is not that is not something I just thought up off my mm-hmm. bat top of my head. That is something that I saw per that on the internet from reliable, reputable sources. That's a that's un, that's unacceptable. And that, that that flack that the MLB is getting for that is through the roof. It, it is unacceptable, but, but it's just getting that viewership and getting mm-hmm. – if, if you want to increase contracts, you got to increase the viewership. you got to increase 
the interest in baseball. And I'm just not sure how you do that unless you majorly speed up the game or get like slim down the 162 game schedule. I I, I could get with that. Mm-hmm. I could get because it's not a 162 games. It's a classic thing. Um, it's bold. May, I'm a traditionalist within the Cubs mm-hmm. of baseball, but even I am like it's 162. It's very hard to follow. Yeah. Like, uh, like when you get into the, I I call it the 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 you know the little bit of the drain. Mm-hmm. You know, in the middle of the season, we're talking like like July, June. It's like. Ugh. Like, uh, do you, like, I don't feel, if there was, like, a Netflix show that you really liked, would you even watch 162 episodes of a, like, a show? Of a season? No. I mean, it's a lot. Um, I don't know. It's very, like, whatever, it's, it's gotten so far, the MLB has been so stubborn for so many years with changing stuff and trying to figure out new ways that they've put themselves into quite the bind because now... I'm opposed to making little changes, you know, in twenty, like in let's say two th- in two thousand and six, and just making ch- small changes over decades. Now they're stuck at looking at the force. They're g- they can't make small changes at, at this point because it's not going to make any impact. Now you're looking at f- making, you're making, you're going to have to make cr- huge changes, like really bold, audacious changes, opposed to making, you know slowly grooming that through multiple years 10 talking 10 20 years of grooming um it's gonna be it's hard it's hard getting people my age into baseball um in the games it's not that it's 162 games the games are so long like three and a half hours four hours it's like i'm not expecting you to change the rules like fundamental rules but you just that i i don't even think that changing the fundamental rules would be fine um, I would say I'm I'm a big fan of maybe reducing the season, even if it's just 20 games, even if it's just 40 games or something like that, because those players, it's getting it's getting hard on their bodies to be able to play baseball almost every day for all those months. It's it's extremely draining because not only are you playing baseball, but those same days, you know, you'd have you might have workouts, you have exercises, you have all these training programs that you have to get done. Um, and people are wondering why can't a lot of these players play full seasons? Why are they getting on a 60-day DL? So reducing the game will help reduce players being on the IL and the 60-day DL and all that stuff. He is Dimitri Napoleon, the host of Diamonds and Dingers, WCRD's baseball show that airs on Sundays from 4 to 5 p.m. You can find him there as well. I did some math. Um, I'm in favor of reducing the season. If you took 162 games, average game time, three and a half hours, you'd basically be watching. If you watched every game, you'd be watching baseball for 23 straight days nonstop. That's how long the season is, just to put it in a little perspective. But, hey, Dimitri, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you giving us your two cents. We'll probably have to have you on later in the spring once spring training gets rolling, once the season gets started. Okay, thank you very much. I love talking baseball, so any opportunity I get, I'll take it. All right, check him out. Dimitri Napoleon, Diamonds and Dingers, every Sunday at 4 p.m. Sam, any final closing thoughts before we get out of here? Nope, just ready for the XFL once again this weekend. But yeah, other than that, just... week two this week. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back next week. We'll have two more editions of the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. Thanks for tuning in. 
I'm Grant Kobe for Sam Thelman. Have a great day.